you're never going to mess up a motivated seller. But if you want longevity in this business, you need to incre- you know, increase your skills as far as negotiating. So I actually come from a sales background of relationship building. And so I used to acquire customers and then I would keep them. And so I would build my relationship and I would have, you know, they would do more and more and more business with me. So the relationship side of it, I, I've, it's gold. Like I've got that, no problems. Um, but it was the negotiating side. Because when you're building relationships, you're playing nice. And I'm not saying you're going to not be nice when you're negotiating, but you can't worry about hurt feelings. Like this is business. And- Mic check. I'm good. Mic check. Mic check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. All right, awesome, guys. I am here in the episode for Online Hustlers Podcast. And in this episode, I'm bringing in here a guest that it's awesome. Uh, this this woman, April, uh, that we have right here, she's part of a huge community in the real estate investing world that we have. It's called SUP2. And we're both part of this community. Uh, but what she's been doing, it's been, it's been really inspiring. And it's been great for a lot of people that are uh, really struggling and just hustling out there and just trying to make things happen and that don't seem to make it work. April will be able to bring some golden nuggets in this episode of Online Hustle Podcast focused on REI, marketing and conversion. And we're going to have here April right now in just a second. And here we have April. And April. Hello, April. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to have you here. We had a conversation back uh, maybe a few months ago. And we had a conversation about... Um, how you were doing and and potentially doing deals together or working together, digital marketing, different things here and there. And I I learned you I learned to know that you were doing very well for your first year. And I was so impressed. And I want to make sure that uh, the listeners of this podcast, the people that are listening to this, can actually see how your hustle, your grind, everything that you've been doing. Uh, have gotten you over 50 plus deals from since last year and this year. And a lot of people don't accomplish that in their first year ever, um, or even is hard for the second year, whether, whether you're a real estate investor or even a realtor too. But uh, it's something impressive. And I love to really talk to you about that. I want you to tell me a little bit more about you starting into this real estate investing hustling world. So tell me more about that, April. Tell me more about you and how you got started into this. 
Sure. Um, so I started in March of 2020. I, I, as I told you before, literally the day that the pandemic started for us here in America, when we were first uh, quarantined. And I just, it's easy to remember because we were quarantined. That was the first time. Um, but we had decided to jump into this because we had been working on a huge real estate deal. Um, my husband had been working on it up in New Jersey, a commercial real estate deal, and it completely fell through. And we were like, well, what are we going to do now? We literally had lost everything. Um, we had hardly any money left in the bank. I mean, we started this business with probably a couple thousand dollars in the bank. And, you know, we knew we had to do something. And it just so happens that we stumbled upon, um, you know, a guru on YouTube and kind of started mm -hmm. watching this and had no idea that there was this wholesaling thing. You know, we, we were just so enthralled, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is a thing. Like we have to get into this. Like, this is what we have to do. I mean, yeah. we both loved real estate. Um, we had dabbled in it. I actually was in finance before. And so I knew I could do it. I know I've built multiple businesses. I've owned a restaurant. Um, and so I was like, all Love right, it. this, this is what we're going to do. I had three little kids and you know we're running out of money <laughs> you yeah. know we got to do something and we got to do it fast um so we jumped into wholesaling through cold calling um i bought a list off a list source and we got mojo dialer and we also bought um a um wholesaling course Mm -hmm. It was uh, through Wholesale Hotline at the time, and it was yeah. great. It, we just kind of followed it step by step and loaded up that list. And literally, I went into my garage. I live in Florida. It was nice out. I went into my garage, and I just sat there for five hours a day, five days a week, just calling, 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 calling. Oh, oh. okay. Let's go back one sec here. Okay, so you yeah. started... And the pandemic is something that everyone will remember. I remember why, because I also, on March, in my, March 23rd, I got laid off from a job that I had. And oh, wow. that was my full-time job. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm going, going in, I'm going all in, but I have to go all into something. And I chose also real estate. Um, and then all of a sudden, one year and a half later, I got to meet people like you. So... I what one thing I want to understand is you said that you uh, you got out of a commercial deal that you wanted to do and then there was really a lot of things that went through uh, gone bad on that and you started with all, almost very little money and this is one of the beautiful things here about um, being able to do wholesaling or real estate investing creative financing that we can dive deeper into that um, today but. Uh, you, you also said that you you followed and you got inspired by a guru on YouTube. Can you share who 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 was the one that gave you the inspiration to kind of deep, go deeper into that? Of course, yeah. So um, first, it was Tom Kroll with Wholesale mm -hmm. Hotline um, and Todd Toback, and um, I think they're actually brothers. Uh, so we kind of started watching them, and then really and this can cut we can talk about this later on like going into the creative and how i got into sub two after we started the wholesale hotline i'm sorry the wholesaling inc we actually started seeing pace because you know it's like you're you're 
um, YouTubing all these videos and Pace starts popping up. And uh, we actually saw Pace on his first 16 hour live that he did. And my husband watched him for 16 hours. He turned <laughs> had him on for the whole 16 hours. So I would say it was, you know, Tom Kroll and Pace were kind of our inspiration on getting into this business. Yeah, I know that Tom Kroll uh, is is big because I he's part of a, a website. I, I believe what is it? Wholesaling Inc. Um, yes, wholesaling. Community. I said wholesale hotline. I meant wholesale Inc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But hey, wholesale hotline is is pays and and the rest, and I'm pretty sure that has helped you tremendously. But when you started doing cold calling, um, and 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 just for people that. Every single listener here, whether they are at six figures a month, five figures a month, or just starting out, uh, what is it that got you really starting to call calling? Because a lot of people really struggle with just the idea of picking up the phone and just getting cussed out and just grinding until you get it. Like, really, what is it that, that got you going with cold calling? So we just, we, we both, Mark, my husband and I, um, you know, we, we do this business together. Um, he kind of handles a whole different part of it. He's more on the construction side. I'm on the acquisition sales side. Love it. And both of us have a lot of sales experience and we have a lot of sales experience over the phone. And so when we were kind of looking at the different marketing channels and also our budget, um, cause you know, if you're going to do mailers or Facebook leads or whatever, though, that costs a lot of money. And so we were looking, we thought, well, this is the best way. And we don't mind being on the phones. Right. So that's why we went ahead and chose to do the cold calling. So and as far as, you know, it, it really, honestly, it's kind of like what you just said earlier, you, you got let go from your job and you're going all in on real estate. You are desperate right? Like yeah. this has to work. And that's really where we were is that there was no option to quit. There was no option to not do it. Like we, this was for my kids. This was for my livelihood. I had to do this. And so it, it really like it drove me every single day to wake up. Like I am going to make this work no matter what I will do, whatever it takes, blood, sweat, and tears. It's going to happen. And so it just, you know, every time somebody says no, I just knew I was that much closer to a yes. Yeah. So resiliency, one of the was one of the biggest things that you had to have having three kids and at the same time, hey, you know what? You had some experience with sales. But yes. a lot of people don't understand. Um, the first problem that we have to actually uh solve into this business is lead generation. But then the second problem is after the lead is generated, after we have a prospect, how do we convert it? And a lot of people struggle with sales. Uh, and how important do you think it's that part into this game, into what wholesaling and real estate investing is? Like, just, just tell me. Yeah, well, okay. So you definitely need to be a good negotiator. You don't have to be the best negotiator. And I, first and foremost, I just want to tell everyone out there that you're never going to mess up with a motivated seller. If you've got somebody on the line that needs to sell, you are helping them. A buyer needs a seller and a seller needs a buyer. You know, you got a product that you want to sell. You can't sell it unless you have a buyer. 
just the same way. Like I want to buy, I need a seller. So you're never going to mess up a motivated seller. But if you want longevity in this business, you need to incre you know, increase your skills as far as negotiating. So I actually come from a sales background of relationship building. And so I used to acquire customers and then I would keep them. And so I would build my relationship and I would have, you know, they would do more and more and more business with me. So the relationship side of it, I, I've, it's gold. Like I've got that, no problems. Um, but it was the negotiating side because when you're building relationships, you're playing nice. And I'm not saying you're going to not be nice when you're negotiating, but you can't worry about hurt feelings like this is business. And so, um, you know, it's definitely that's definitely something that I've had to work on. My husband is, is an amazing negotiator. And so having him kind of lead me and guide me, you know, when I was doubting myself, that was very helpful. So I was taking the lead in terms of doing the cold calling, doing the negotiating, doing all that. But I, it was awesome to be able to get off the phone and say, okay, this is what's going on. Like, what do you think I need to do? Um, and so he helped and, you know, I just got better over time. And I, have I messed up deals before? I'm sure. Yes. Have I lost deals? Yes. Um, you know, just, but at the same time, it's like, I just keep going, keep going, keep going. And the more that I do, the better that I get and the more confident that I am when I am talking to a seller. Absolutely. I absolutely love exactly what you said about building a relationship with actual people. Cause a lot of people, they, they actually get taught that there's a formula to get a low, low offer so that you can get profit out of it. So they go ahead and straight and they go straight for the kill, basically, without thinking that these people are human beings and, and just thinking that this is only a formula and this is, has nothing to do with human relationship. But you're a re building relationship every single time that you connect with the seller, that you have a conversation with the seller. Uh, and you also have to be able to negotiate because not everything is going to fit everyone. Not, not every single offer that you give is going to fit everyone. So you have to be able to negotiate. Your husband is, is great at that. Is there, by the way, is there any book that you recommend uh, about negotiation out there about sales that maybe someone can pick up or, or a course or a video or something out there? Okay. So <laughs> do I have time to read? Not really. I have three little kids, so, <laughs> and I'm hustling all day. So I don't really have a lot of time to read, but, um, I do make time to listen to podcasts and I bought a really good sales course. I mean, this is just, you know, uh, go out and buy it if you want. Don't, if you're not promoting it or anything, but I, I thought it was great is the Todd Toback sales course. Um, you know, just, and I, and I've been able to keep that and I actually train my VAs with it as well. It's just a really good outline of how a call should go, like a seller appointment should go, you know, where you spend a little bit of time building rapport, you're kind of setting up, you want to mirror, you want to match the seller. And so you kind of get all those terms. And so I did take that course and I continually um, listen to closers close. You know, I, I'm seeking that out. Like, I want to hear people talking to sellers. I want to hear what their strategies are, what their techniques are, what some of their verbiage is. And then I take that and I use it 
um, to fit me and my personality. You know, I might not say it exactly the same, but I'll say it the same that makes it sound right coming out of my mouth. Absolutely. Because you absolutely need to learn from experts in the field that have a track record and have a a way to make it work. But um, you absolutely also have to grasp the best out of them and then uh, be able to modify, take the best pieces and chunks out of it and put it for your own style. Especially if you think that your personality or the way that you are, the way you want to talk is going to be different. So I know that a lot of people struggle in getting the phone and, and feeling confident on whenever a seller is there and, and, and just making the seller feel confident that they can do a deal with you and that the deal will happen with you too. Having that everlasting impression and making sure that the seller feels totally comfortable and likes you to be able to do a deal because maybe there are going to be other wholesalers reaching out to them call calling or, you know, they're searching on Google, whatever that is, and there's going to be multiple offers. So definitely sometimes what you have to do is you have to put your time, put a little bit more effort into what sales and negotiation is, interior skills to get with sellers. But hey, look, you know what? We went into like a lot of golden nuggets, uh, April, but let's, let's go back into your, uh, into your mentality that you had at that time when you started, because you started cold calling, you knew that you didn't have a lot of a lot of money. You knew that you had the resiliency and the mindset to cold call, which is great. Thumbs up for you. Uh, but then you also knew that you couldn't get to sellers, like you couldn't go and 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 talk and and, and visit sellers on site. You were in the middle of the pandemic, just starting out. The president of the U.S. told them everyone stay out, can't go out, right? Because you're mm-hmm. getting, you're gonna get sick. So tell me, like, th- th- this forced you to be very virtual in your own market, Jacksonville. So yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, I once I, you know, I had somebody interested, I would go to the property and and you know put eyes on the property and take pictures and all that. But yeah, I mean, everything was virtual. Um, you know, it, it was really nice because I really had to just kind of ignore all the, all the fear and all everything that was going on because I just had one thing on my mind, you know, like I'm going to make this business work and I don't care if it's a pandemic. I'm going to take something that can be a bad thing and turn it into a good thing. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's a great time to cold call because people were picking up their phones. Yeah. And so we were having a lot of conversations and, you know, it's kind of like what you said, um, you know, about learning how to negotiate. And I mean, you can learn all you want and it's like practice, 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 practice with real sellers. The only way that you're going to get better is the more that you talk to people, the more confident that you're going to get because eventually there's not going to be something that somebody throws at you that you haven't already answered before. That's right. You know, and so it it was it was great practice. It was we got a lot of people talking to us on the phone. Um you know, we we just stayed extremely persistent. And listen, back then, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And so we were trying to save money however we could. And we literally just wrote all our leads on a yellow page notebook. I mean, it's like like one of these guys. 
Yes. You know, like you just flip the page and keep it on there. It's like, you don't have to have anything fancy. I mean, there's absolutely, there's absolutely nothing special about me in terms of my skills, my money, nothing. I, I started with nothing. I have three little kids. May I ha Yeah, sure. Have I been in sales before? Does that help? A little bit. Um, you know, I know what it takes to build a business and, and resourcefulness too. One you had a, you had a lot of resourcefulness. Yes. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of work at the beginning and, mm -hmm. and just to share with the audience and the people that are listening, look, April, April has been in the game for maybe a year and a half mm -hmm. and, uh, it's been in the game in a year and a half and, and in her first 12 months, she did stuff that. A lot of people don't think that they're capable of doing, or a lot of people just think that, oh, this is going to be my second, my second year kind of goal, but it's it, you have the ability to do it. She was able, she's been able to actually have 50 plus deals from last year to, to this year. And I love for April to share some of the, the, the secrets that, that she has been able to unlock on her own style, her own way, her own life to be able to exponentially compress time because that's what she did.